Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Boston, Massachusetts. And I am Manny here in the City of Angels. The City of Angels. I like that. I wonder where they came up with that name. Probably because it's called Angel. I know, but like that's it's like Spanish, right? Los Angeles. Like, I think. Yeah, but I think the city means the mean city. city. Oh, it probably just means Spanish. that. Yeah, no, that would make sense. Yeah. But then it becomes a question <laughs> of why did they name the city that? Probably because the weather was great and they're like, damn, like angels would probably live here, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, Boston isn't called the Boston city. is probably where the devils live, but <laughs> there, are so, there are some dickheads here. But anyways. Hey, speaking of, speaking of devils, I read a crazy little thing. Um, Chat GBT has all these like has restrictions so that it isn't like used in bad ways so like if you ask chat to be like what do you love about like write what you love about hitler it's not gonna like write it's gonna it's not gonna write something obviously oh my god it has a moral compass now wow. but but um a user figured out how to bypass the restrictions by basically telling chat to play that it is now the devil and like gave it a different name and then you can basically have it write anything and like it'll talk about how great hitler was and like all this crazy shit i'm just thinking of like the brian walsh guy we talked about a few episodes and how he like googled everything on like how to commit a murder and like just imagine asking chat gpt that and just them giving you a full layout of what to do <laughs> like hey chat gpt how do i uh successfully commit murder and get away with it no no <laughs> this, this article i read about literally said like one thing you can do once you like tell it to be the devil instead of chat gpt is it will like tell you exactly what you need to do to like run a successful like online phishing scam <laughs> yeah that's like it's it's crazy man and i mean there was this like it's just like society it's like when you have something that can give you in-depth answers on anything it's like what is society capable of doing good and bad you know i mean now we have this guy from princeton this little narc kid who like made a software that detects if it was from chat gpt which is pretty smart of him i must say but that kid's gonna be like a millionaire i feel like because i feel like every school district and university is gonna buy that that software but it's unless, like like unless you can tell chat gpt to write itself where it can't be detected that's what i'm saying i feel like eventually that software is going to be outdated because the ai is going to improve upon itself because that's what ai does and it's just going to able be able to overpass that and there are also there also are like other programs where you can put your chat gpt text in it and then change the wording again to make it unplagiarizable or whatever yeah yeah like you can really just um, right. anyways what was oh yeah there's a lot that happened on campus and around the world since we were last on our podcast um speaking of boston and the devils and chat gpt um at bu just a few days ago i think it was uh the, it was like the day before yesterday that night um a person we we found out we found out that it was a non-bu affiliated person jumped from the 26th floor of one of our dorm buildings, our nice one called Stuvie 2, Student Village 2. A non-student? 
Yeah. So I'll give in, get into the details, but I basically wake up the following morning and I see a bunch of texts from brothers like, wow, like this is crazy. Someone jumped from the top floor of our tallest dorm building on campus and just obviously died, did not, did not land that one. And he, uh, yeah, he died. And, and there were people who obviously saw the body people who are on. So like the top floor of that dorm is a study lounge. So like people like saw what went down, essentially he, somehow broke the glass of that, even though I'm, I'm assuming like that glass is probably pretty strong and jumped out. But we all assume that this was most likely a, a BU student, if not a faculty member, because it was a dorm building and we do have security in, in our dorms. But then the uh, administration finally releases an email about like 24 hours later saying that it was a non-BU affiliated person, not a student, not a faculty member, not, not even a staff, not even like a janitor. No, it was a 33 year old man, not affiliated with BU at all. And they're still investigating. So very vague. People have a lot of questions. One, we heard that uh, I have a friend who has a lot of roommates in Stuvi and they fired the security guard that was working that night. So it sounds as if this man was not supposed to get in. But ideally, the way he would have gotten in is if a resident signed him in. And apparently there was someone up on the top floor with blood on them. And so now the question comes into play, was there foul play? And and now it's kind of becoming like a, a murder mystery, the, the this incident. And a lot of members of my fraternity are like coming up with crazy theories. A lot of them kind of check out. But the problem is we just don't have enough information. Yoni. Um, and it's kind of wild. Were you the one with blood on your hands? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, I live off campus, so that's my alibi. I I don't go into the dorm buildings anymore. But like, if that yeah. was last year, there was a like I like I love that study lounge up at the top floor of that building because one, there's a beautiful view. Like people always, it's always packed up there because probably would have messed it up if someone got murdered there. And like, it's crazy. So I had a midterm. The following day and they postponed it by a week and just because like wow student distress or people weren't thinking about yeah i was like ready to take the midterm so i was like a little annoyed because i have to wait another week but i definitely get it because if you were like someone who was in stuvie saw the body even just saw the crime scene or up on the top floor like that's like that's traumatic well can like, you I imagine bro because I'm sure there are windows that run all along it. So what if you're just like like sitting there and you just see a body fly by? That'd be crazy. That like you'd have to like be there for the perfect time because it probably like flew right past it. But yeah, I'm sure there were people. And just like I have friends of friends who were like there at the incident. And like obviously someone had to see him on the ground. Like just imagine the the like the, the gore the goriness of that. Like 20 like it is a tall building. Like that is a high are you sure he didn't stick the landing he did not he did not stick the landing there was unfortunately not a a cushion down below but honestly like this gives me like flashbacks to like cornell is a, a university that is very notorious for like suicides like this they have a bridge that apparently a lot of people oh. jump off of and this is not a good look for bu luckily unless the administration is lying it's not a bu student so it doesn't give us like the bad rap of like students being depressed and whatever although i i honestly thought it would, it would be a student just because like you know hey speaking of stress. just bad things on campuses see what happened in michigan state 
Yes, that as well. Mass shooting, three died, many others injured. One one of the dead was the, the president of their Phi Delta Theta. I'm in Phi Delta Theta for those who don't no know. No way. Yeah, man. It's it's pretty messed up. Oh, and the no. guy who did it, completely unaffiliated with that with Michigan State. Exactly. He just was a random guy. That's what I'm saying. Like college campuses, if you think about it, like they're kind of targeting. They're really not secure because it's a whole campus. It's like if it's a high school, it's like a single building, right? There's a certain amount of exits and entrances, but like campuses and like, especially city schools like BU, it's like, we're just like buildings spread out throughout a city, right? Like, and a lot of them are just open during the day. Like random people can just come in. The only building I know that has a security guard in the entrance is the new uh, computer data science building that they just finished, the tall Jenga tower. That's actually really nice and cool, but um And probably because it's new. So they're probably like, we don't want anyone to fuck it up. But (laughs) it's like, it's very, it's very interesting. And so now, like, I really, we really just don't know how the guy got into the building. If he knew some, if he knew a student and it's just wild. What's up? Do you guys have have like a campus police? Yeah, we have like a BUPD. Yeah. So they were the ones who responded to the, to the aftermath. And uh, the next day I saw, uh, like guys, like uh, construction workers, like on the outside of the windows, fixing the windows. And that's another question. Like, I felt I felt like those windows were really strong. Like, I wonder what this person used to break through a window like that. Unless he was thrown out. That's what I'm saying. I don't under, I really don't know. So I guess we'll wait for more details. Um, he's still unidentified, but... They, they've kept that wow. secret but so that was a just a big shock crazy um but Great. it's weird campus just goes on as normal which like i guess makes sense but it's just like they cleaned it up so quick the following morning i was on my way to the gym which is like right next to that building our fit rack Nothing and it's like as and the buses were still running there's like a bus stop right in front of the building and i was like yeah man i mean listen Death is all around us always, but people just keep going. I think the craziest story I have kind of regarding that is my grandpa, great guy, called him Gramps. Gramps. He's like 90 now, old guy, great guy, like I said. Very big, in, or not 90, he's like 88, but he's getting there. He He loves photography. He's been taking pictures ever since he was like in military school when he was like 18. Like, the dude is a great photographer. And one day I was, like, in his basement with him, and we were looking at, like, his old film pictures because, you know, he's been taking pictures for, like, 70 years. It wasn't always, you know, digital. And um, at one point, like, we're looking at it, and he's, like, and it's just pictures of him with all his friends. And he's, like, oh, he's dead. She's dead. He's dead. she's dead and i was just like jesus christ like that's how it goes when you get yeah i mean like my grandpa like no one from his family's alive like and that's why i feel like it makes sense obviously for humans to you know have children start their own families because it's like whatever reproductive cycle of life but like once you get older they're all you have if you don't continue on the family like your whole family just dies out and i would feel really lonely if that was me like that oh because then you have kids who are younger than you exactly but like it's better it's like they're the replacement would you rather yoni hypothetically 
you marry the perfect person for you. That way. BH. And and she she's actually a Palestinian girl, but together you make world peace. Um <laughs> oh, man. anyway. <laughs> um, would you rather die before or after her? That's a great question. I think I would rather die before. But then I leave her sad, so now I feel bad. So I'm being a little selfish. Wow, just like Israel. But I feel like I'm selfish the other way. Because <laughs> then because I'm gonna ignore that. Because because then I'm the one living longer. I feel like it's a lose lose. Well oh interesting. What about you? I feel like I'd rather have like I don't want them to die young. I'd just rather course, have them die old and like happy and not have to live life without me. And then I'll tank the the years solo. <laughs> You'll tank that. You're like, oh, I got it. When you're that. when you're that old, okay. There's not much. Life time. is not that fun. It's really not. Like that's like, why I'm like. There's I just go out at 70. Like, I feel like there's nothing after 70. No, don't get me wrong. I think one plus of being really old is, and again, you need a family for this. People just treat you like you can't do anything. You Like, you know, like, I mean, a good example is my great grandma, uh, Grandma Olivia. I loved her to death. She passed away um, my sophomore year of high school, but at 103. And for yeah, the last yeah. like eight years of her life, she's she was a tank, like never took the elevator, was a big stairs person, you know, like for the last eight years of her life, no matter what we did, like every single person in the entire room would be like, oh, like, let me help you. And like she needed it. Yeah, because she was like 95. But, you know, I wouldn't mind getting coddled a little like <laughs> Manny's oh, like, I'd like the luxury treatment. <laughs> Grandpa Manny, don't don't fall. And I'll be like what <laughs> it's crazy how you kind of just like circle back because that's how they treat you as you're a baby and a toddler and then you just end up coming back to that in the end it's like life's just one big circle dude this is also crazy like re- people are not supposed to actually be retired that long like you're supposed to work till you're like 65 and you're supposed to die when you're like 77 yeah but it makes sense, though. I know people who are so... My grandparents have been retired forever. Like, my grandpa's, like, 92 now. And he's probably been retired since, like, 70. Like, they're just, like... Like, you can only do so many things in retirement, especially since you're older. You can't, like... Like, if if I was retired at a young age, I'd be like, there's so much to do because there's obviously is a lot to do in the world. But, like, at that age, it's, like, you're limited in what you can do. And, like, people just get really bored. Like, I, my grandparents are mad bored. My grandpa complains. My grandma complains about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, she's like, I'm fucking. I was like, what are you up to? She's like, nothing. I hate it. <laughs> she, she should just start playing chess, if we're being honest. But that's a side, side. Game. she plays a lot of card games like some complicated ones that i don't know but um so mahjong. Mahjong. anyways what else in the news uh speaking about death uh animals dying because uh i heard there was one train derailment in the ohio river uh and there was a second one so essentially i don't know when it was a few days ago a train in ohio derailed and I, I suppose it was carrying some toxic chemicals that spilled oh, into like a lot, a lot of toxic chemicals spilled into the river there. I think it's the Ohio River, I'm assuming. Well, well, that was a part of it. So basically, it was containing all these chemicals that were dangerous. 
Yeah. And so they were worried that the derailment would lead to them eventually exploding, you know, shooting like shrapnel everywhere, being very bad. And so Ohio government officials did a controlled release of the chemicals, I think, into the river and then burned them. So they released them and then burned the chemicals to pre- slowly to prevent an explosion. But what they did do was release tons, release all those chemicals into the air. Yes. And then a second train derailment happened in Detroit, Michigan, uh, with one car carrying hazardous materials. And apparently there was another derailment. Oh, yes. A truck spilled some chemicals on a road in Arizona. So this is very bizarre. This is happening sort of across the country. But yes, the response from the authorities in Ohio is very questionable. There is like there are now like I think investigations beginning as to who decided that. Um, to do this control burn obviously it seems kind of like a lose-lose because i do understand the, the the danger of you know an explosion i feel like that could be just as bad and would probably right. release a similar amount of chemicals but who knows if there was an alternative way but anyways yeah so they essentially burn the chemicals making it worse and now you there there are cases of wildlife just dropping like flies randomly um throughout the area um and this i'm pretty sure that river supplies like 10 percent of the united states water what yeah oh my god so hopefully that doesn't come to boston i hope it like stays in the midwest area but (laughs) um wow i did not know that that's midwest is not good with water folks flint michigan now this i mean it's it's bad though i mean like apparently whole chicken coos like all the chickens inside are just dead and like fish in the rivers are dying apparently some people's dogs are dying everyone's like saying like the air smells like chlorine it's not good oh and pretty alarmingly one of the chemicals they burned was like one of the main chemicals used in chemical warfare in world war one <laughs> i'm sure yeah wow that's just great that was awful so a lot of people are like kind of you know, suspicious of why this is all taking place so much. And some people are theorizing that it's China behind this, trying to to um, sabotage the United States in some way. Obviously, there's nothing concrete to substantiate that. I just thought I'd put that out there, not not agreeing or not agreeing with the, the theory. But it is an interesting one to think about. It is weird, though, that it's either just a, a big incompetency on the part of several transportation authorities or someone is like purposefully derailing these. These yeah, but it sounds like the only bad one was the Ohio one. The other two don't sound that bad. I mean, they're not great. They're definitely not great. I'm reading more about this uh, this Michigan one, and there's not much to it yet. But it looks pretty bad. There's pictures of the train just absolutely crashing. The Michigan one sounds like they controlled it better, but the Ohio one is bad. And I saw a video. Did you see any videos of like what the river looks like now? It's like, it's like rainbow. It looks kind of sick. I don't know. Like, I can't like confirm if it, like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't like uh, edited or anything, but like, it looked pretty real, but essentially like. A lot of it is like reflecting like like some rainbow colors, but like there's obviously dead fish in the water. Like, right, it's pretty eerie. It is uh, not a pretty sight. And this comes just after we had a UFO in Alaska 
that well an, an unconfirmed ufo a object in alaska and uh a chinese spy balloon and uh, off the coast of north carolina so interesting stuff this happened on february 3rd this was a long time ago you, you know it's so probably. funny the name of the town it's spilled in is called east palestine <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that. I at first I thought it happened in Palestine. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck, that's not." Gonna I was happen. like, "Where is that?" <laughs> Fox News released an article: Pete Buttigieg blames Trump for Ohio derailment amid criticism. That's crazy to blame someone who hasn't been in office for like literally. Three I know. Years. I want to see like what, how exactly, because Fox News said that people to just blame trump so i'm not sure exactly like they may have been they may be framing it another way like i don't know if he was like this is trump's role oh yeah we're constrained by law in some areas of rail regulation uh like the breaking rule withdrawn by the trump administration in 2018 because of a law passing congress in 2015 but we are using the powers that we have that we do have to keep people safe so basically he's saying we're constrained by some law that the trump administration withdrew so, I mean, that does sound kind of like an excuse, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the images too of the initial derailment was like massive smoke, like a big, yeah. like it looked like a massive explosion, which is like scary. And it's like toxic. You know, speaking about crashes, yeah, Tesla just recalled over 300,000 cars because apparently the full self driving software isn't that good. And like, can cause crashes i mean i've i feel like once a month i see a news story about a tesla self-driving car getting into a pretty like bad accident like it, it malfunctions so like honestly makes sense there yeah there have been some really bad instances where the people just trust the the self-driving right. mechanism and it uh, it doesn't it kind of goes kaput and then you kind of crash so. Yeah, they should probably make sure like people don't just die because of their cars. I mean, like, I just like something must have happened recently. They, you know, what it was? They probably like had these instances, which were like fairly rare compared to the amount of people who probably have this self-driving mode. And they just like couldn't figure out the bug until now, and they're like, okay, we got to recall all these to fix the bug. Like, it, they, I think they just found out the issue. No, but but that's the whole thing about Tesla, is they usually can just update the car it's like an iphone like they can literally update the software from your home that knowledge. is a good point that is so it must like something it's a hardware thing fucked up to like totally recall it you know yeah so i'm just reading more uh, about this oh yeah people got like headaches and pains in their throat from and there was a stench that lingered in Ohio. Sorry to go back, but... Oh, you're still talking about the uh, little incident? Sorry, I'm just reading the article because I knew there was more. So already having some uh, medical symptoms on people. Let's. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, curious to see if like any horns grow out of uh, people's heads. What if they did? Like the, then we would know they're the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, right. For any new um, listeners, we are Jewish. Uh, please don't cancel us. Um, okay obviously what, what else was there um oh yeah so tesla going to poop um i saw that 
there's a lot going on with Twitter as well. I feel like it's be, like I feel like Elon's put too much of his time into Twitter that now you, we have issues with Tesla. I think he's spreading himself too thin. But they are somehow going to be the on, the first social media company to like have cannabis ads on their platforms. But I feel like I've totally seen cannabis ad, ads before. Probably like unofficial ones. Yeah, like oh, like someone just posts something. There's this bong. Don't use it for weed though. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I have this really funny list of uh, laws, some of the strangest laws still in place in the United States, um, one of which has to do with Ohio. I think I'll just start with this one because Ohio is just whack. First with this trail, de- trail train derailment and now this. Arrests cannot be made on Sundays or on 4th of July in Ohio. And I'm thinking, like, does that just make Sunday every Sunday like a purge day in Ohio? like? Imagine like someone commits a crime and they find well, now, a criminal. Oh. And That's the police are like, like if, if someone knew this law, because I'm sure they do arrest people on Sunday and they just like. Well, you'd like, be like, oh, you weren't allowed to arrest me, but you did. But like if someone knows the law and they commit a crime on a Sunday and then they try to arrest them and then like, boom, law there. What are they going to do? They're going to be like, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry. You're right, man. Got to let you go. Like. I guess they'll just find you on Monday. And then... Yeah, yeah. Well, but what if you just leave the state? That's what I'm saying. It gives you time to flee. So not not a great system. And Fourth of July, okay, I can get behind that. You know, let's just all celebrate America. I, I'm pro that. America's um pretty crazy enough is actually the place we live. I wonder if the train derailed on Sunday and it, and and if it was a purposeful sabotage thing. The guy's like, I'm chilling, and then he dipped. That would be funny. Then then it would really come full circle. There are a lot of good laws out there. I know there's like at least a law in one state where it says you can't eat soup on public transportation. Honestly, I can get behind that because like that's not going to work. You're going to spill the soup. It's protecting you from yourself. That must have been what they were thinking when they passed the law on you. That's what I'm thinking. There's another relating to food. This one says it's illegal to eat fried chicken with a fork in Georgia. Oh, dude, this is great. Actually, speaking of laws and government, um, currently, like the U- USC student government, it's called USG. Uh, like elections are happening soon, so yeah. like there are a bunch of like signs posted around campus, and I don't care at all. And all of them have stupid tickets, and they're gonna all do nothing. And it's not going to impact my life because our student government's a joke. And I really want to next year run for student government and my ticket to basically be like a conservative ticket, not in terms of like, oh, like the government's going to condemn like all this stuff. But in terms of being like, I aim to make the USC student government as small as possible. (laughs) You're going to go take, like, a libertarian approach? Yeah, like, I want to half our budget and get that money in better places. I, like, basically be, like, I, my number one objective is to not affect your life at all. (laughs) Like, everyone do what they want. This is college. Let's have a fun time. The the crazy thing is, I think that, I think it could win. (laughs) I think it would win. Um, no, yeah. Speaking of student government, I 
I become more recently involved just to like pass like the there's the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism that I am trying to uh, have the Senate pass. But create like funny enough, like they have more influence than students think. It's just that the influence they have, like students just don't notice. Like it's just like you take it for granted. You don't know that student government's what's behind it. Like they have a lot of influence and and like pressuring the administration to do things that actually make a change because the administration obviously is like the all powerful level but and like it's just like all these wackos that run it and like they're making this they make school awful <laughs> and like it's just, and i get it though because i would, would never run for student government i think that's a waste of my time but it's like you know it's like you're really giving these kids like the yeah. sort of measurement of power but i don't know how maybe it's different at usc but yeah, general, you, should, you should just run for it and under the same platform that's, that's what i'm thinking i'm like guys stop the corruption stop the bureaucracy stop the politics cut it in let's half. get hammered let's get hammered <laughs> yeah yeah well yoni um another week another draft i know we didn't discuss which letter we were going to do beforehand or even category but I think we do D. I like D. And I'm I think with D. There's so many good letters out there. I'm coming to realize we should also just rank the all the letters from like best to worst. I think that's a fun idea. We can debate that, but that that's for another time. Letter D. I know I started last week first, so this is uh, I give the floor to you. Wow. Well, I mean. There is a word that is quite literally a diamond in the rough. Give me diamonds. Okay, that was that was that was smooth. I do have to say, diamonds are smooth. They're pretty. W. I uh, I like that one. I'm gonna go with personally. I really like to do this. I think everyone lives happier lives because of it, and I think that's what makes uh this word a great player. Give me dance. phenomenal word like who doesn't love to just prove it on the dance floor you know you know it's such a good word wow um i'm gonna pick a word that people also like to do it's good if you don't do it all the time though but it can be quite fun give me drink drink and that's a versatile word you know i was about to say versatile because you can drink a lot of things that that is a very good point um this is a tough one. Drink was a good one, I must say. This might seem like a wild, like a wild card. But give me dinosaur. It's a good pick. Absolutely, an absolute beast on the court. Super rare player to find because you know they are extinct. But <laughs> I'm bringing them back to life. No, I like it for the like squad. It. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually going to take a noun at three. I'm going to take a an adjective. Arguably, it's a it's a good adjective. I mean, I I can only describe the adjective with the adjective. I'm going to take diabolical at the three. Diabolical. Wow, that was diabolical. a good one. That's a solid one. I'm not going to lie. Although, I don't know, it's, it seems a little diabolical. It's a little dark. It is a little dark. It's a little diabolical. And I would take dark, but 
I'm not going that route, you know? I want to be more of a uppity-uppity type of guy. So, I don't even know what to take. Why am I, like, brain farting here? You know what? I'm going to take a lethal, a lethal pick. This man will eliminate anyone on the court. He is unstoppable. Give me dagger. Dagger. Wow. That's actually crazy, Oni, because dagger is stoppable, but I'll give you a word that is actually unstoppable because dagger, like not everyone. Come on. Dagger is quite literally stoppable. My pick is literally unstoppable. Give me death. See, I had death in my mind, but I don't want that. I think you don't want you don't want that energy. He brings down the team's mood. I think he'll bring down. I don't want that energy in the locker room. I don't want that energy. Listen, dude, everyone hates death unless you're playing with death. Okay, (laughs) because if you're playing with death, you like death. It's kind of like Kevin Durant. Okay, that's valid. That's valid. Why do you call? Why do you think they call Kevin Durant the Slim Reaper? Okay, everyone hates him unless you're playing with him. (laughs) I like that. Wow, right. I think you really got caught lacking there, bud. I don't know. I feel like death. It's a controversial pick. It could turn out well for you, though. I want to go with something. It's just an adjective that you know we all really don't even know what it means, but everyone it just means it just means greatness. Give me dank. Well, it's a dank word. I like it. You know what I'm saying? It's just dank. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually very glad because I'm I'm about to sneak in maybe the best round five steal we've ever had um at my last pick i want dogs i love them that was a good one that was a fucking good one that was a great steal dogs gonna go on first if we're being honest honestly yeah i'm surprised it didn't come sooner that's on me but dogs it's like dogs is such a good pick that they're upset that they just got picked now that's true. They might come in, you know, a little frustrated, but you'll you'll get them adept to the team and work out the chemistry for sure. Um, Pathetic. What are you going after me like that? Okay, give me fucking drums, man. I like drums. I I guess, man. I mean, Jesus, fuck. What are you going yeah. after me like that? Honestly, hey, I'm sorry. You're diabolical and like obviously dogs was a great pick, but it's kind of carrying the team. Like diabolical and death. I don't know. Dude, death's a great pick. Okay. You don't like that I have death, which shows death. I could have chosen death and I chose not to. And that was a terror that was full of decision. That was a a large pass on my part. Dogs was just a a blank in the scouting report. That was just listen, listen. (laughs) The scouts missed out on that. And and Yoni, I I, I'm only harsh because I care, okay. You're usually so on it. So I usually on it. am on it. I usually have. I feel like I've been you the past few times, easily. I mean, I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, you're a good drafter. Come on, you got to talk to the scouts, because, come on, buddy. Give me fucking devastated because I'm devastated right now. Oh well, now I feel bad. Give me dork because I feel like a dork right now. Okay. Um. With that, guys, uh, let us know who won. Um, 
honestly, not our best. I mean, Manny always thinks he does well, but I'm more honest with myself and my personal reflection. I think I'd agree. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with that, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, make sure to leave a five-star review if you enjoyed. It helps us out. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. You can listen to us on any platform, any streaming platform you can think of. We're also on YouTube, so subscribe to our YouTube channel, Very Nice Productions. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, where we post the funniest clips from each and every episode if you have ADHD and can't listen to us for more than a minute. And uh, make sure to subscribe to our Patreon where you get a free bonus episode each month and a mug included with your subscription. It's pretty dope. It's yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty we really love the support. So yeah, we love you all and we hope you have a great week, guys. Peace. Bye-bye.